0: Snap on first and goal. Pitch to Jacobs, racing left. Breaks a tackle. Leans the ball forward. Touchdown, Raiders! Josh Jacobs wouldn't be
1: a again. And he has his fourth rushing touchdown of the year. And the Raiders have a 16-13 lead. In the slot to the right. Instead, it's a handoff into the belly of Jacobs. Bounces off a defender at the two and in the end zone. Touchdown, Raiders! Jacobs does it again. His second rushing touchdown of the game. So now set up first and 10 on the Texans 15. Delayed hand up to Jacobs. Huge hole at the middle, 10. Cuts right side, five. Touchdown, Jacobs. The hat trick in the end zone. His third rushing touchdown of the day. And the Raiders go up two scores, 30 to
2: 20 with 7.06 to go in the ball game.
1: It's the press box with Granny and Bischoff on ESPN Las Vegas.
3: So yesterday, four Raiders, including Devontae Adams, mispracticed because they were
4: ill. Yeah, not in the locker room. We were in the locker room yesterday.
3: Do you think there's anything more to that than just they were feeling sick?
4: I mean, something went through the locker room, and that can be dangerous. You know, that can that that's that's one of the dangers of all locker rooms when someone has some kind of illness and it just goes through it can just ravage a locker room so i think they got those guys out of there as quickly as possible and um yeah i don't know what the illness is it just it was just reported it's illness we'll see uh as the injury reports come out the next 2 days what they say or yeah. they might be back today yeah i mean obviously back today they're fine I,
3: if they right you know if adams and abrams who is adams abrams furl and I'm blanking on the fourth one but if they're not out there today because of illness Maybe still not a big deal. If they're not out there today and tomorrow because of illness, then you're probably thinking. Then you're oh,
4: thinking of something there. Yeah,
3: there could be something serious
4: there. So that is a curious part to watch.
3: They play the Saints on Sunday. Are the Saints any
4: good? The Saints are good scoring the ball. They're not good <laughs> defending the ball. The <laughs> Red you, Rocket. Are you surprised the they're Red sticking Rocket with Andy Dalton? I'm, well, I mean, he had the two pick sixes, which was bad, but they are moving the ball. They do have numbers to where he threw for over 300. Um, I guess I'm not as surprised as just the sentence that they're sticking with him over Jameis Winston. So uh,
3: if you're just looking at points this year, the Saints have scored the seventh most points in the NFL this season, but they are 30th in points allowed. So they've allowed the third most points in the league. Uh, obviously, some of those count against them or that came from those pick sixes. I still think I'm a little surprised they're sticking with Andy Dalton. Over Jameis? Like, Jameis Winston is better than Andy Dalton. He's a better player. Uh, yeah. Maybe there's, I don't know, Andy just threw two pick sixes. I was going to say, maybe there's a higher floor, lower or lower floor, higher ceiling for with, Andy Dalton with Jameis because Jameis James. is a throw it down the field, throw a lot of interceptions right. type of guy. But I am a little bit surprised because Jameis should be better than Andy Dalton. But he's healthy. I guess the other thing is Jameis Winston was going to be the quarterback last year, got hurt. Jameis Winston was going to be the quarterback this year got hurt and got hurt. So we really haven't seen Jameis Winston play quarterback for a long period of time in three years now. So maybe he's not anymore, but I would think so. Um, do you believe the Raiders should be two points? I think they're actually one and a half. They're one to Degenerate, it'll probably be bet to two, <laughs> two and a half, I think.
4: Do you believe they should be favorites on the road? At two and four? Yeah, I, I mean, they're going to probably be favorites until they play Seattle on the road. They're going to be favorites this week. They'll be favorites to Jacksonville. They'll definitely be favorites against Indianapolis. What if Sam
3: Ellinger's out there slinging some touchdown
4: passes? I think they'll be favorites at Denver because he'll be walking up and down the (laughs) sidelines doing leg kicks. (laughs) Won't even know he's supposed to be in the game. They're going to throw in the backup because he's down there doing calisthenics on the sideline like a nut job. Um, (laughs) So they're going to be favorites until they play at Seattle. Should they be? I'm not so sure they should be. I'm not so sure they should be. So here's the key detail in this game. If you
3: go by expected points added this year, the Saints have the seventh best run defense in the NFL by EPA per play. Um, The Raiders offense is sixth best on EPA per play on rushes. On rushes. Just runs. Um, Meanwhile, on dropbacks, the Saints have just the 29th best pass defense. So you're looking at a Saints defense that has been pretty good against the run. Pretty bad against the pass. Awful against the
0: pass. So...
3: Can the Raiders win this game if it comes down to Derek Carr and the passing game being good? Derek Carr has to be a lot better than he's been. Yeah. Like, Josh Jacobs has been phenomenal this year. And listen, there's still an entire chance that they go out here and Jacobs has another 125-yard game or whatever, and they just dominate in that. But I'm guessing this week Josh Jacobs has 75, 84 yards, something like that, right? That it's a good game but not an amazing game. And that if the Raiders are going to win – Derek Carr is going to have to be maybe not the only reason, but one of the big reasons why they win the game is they're going to have to do well, then he something better, be better than he has been in the passing game. And I think that's, that's something we haven't seen the Raiders win a game because Derek Carr in the passing game have been good no. so far this year. That hasn't, that hasn't happened. I think it's a big test for the offensive line. We've talked about earlier in the show, the run blocking, they've been much better than expected on that side. The pass block has been good. And when you look at shots down the field and stuff like that, the Raiders aren't taking very many of them. Why? Probably because they look at it and say, we don't, we're don't we not going to have the time for Derek Carr to stand back there and throw it down the field. I'm curious to see, can they win a game because of Derek Carr in the passing game? Because we thought that was going to be why they won all their games this year. Yeah. Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, right? But we have not seen that. And I'm curious if this is the matchup, even though it's not a great Saints team, by any means, the Raiders are favored on the road. I am curious to see, can they win a game because Derek Carr throws for 325, three touchdowns and yeah. no picks. And, you know, Adams, Renfro, Waller, whoever plays. We got one guy sick. Waller's coming back from injury, so who knows? Maybe, maybe it's going to be bad because Mac Hollins is the only receiver that's out there for the Raiders. But I'm looking at this saying, can Derek Carr do it with his arm? And he's playing a bad pass defense, so he should be able to. Like this is a matchup you should be able to with one key question, and that is how does the offensive line work? Because if they get blown up by the Saints well, defensive line, it, it doesn't matter how good Derek right. Carr is. Doesn't matter how good the, or how bad the Saints secondary is. It's he's going to be put on the ground a lot, but I think this is where we see: Hey, can Derek Carr go win this game with his arm? As of right now, I'm going to say, yeah, he does. I think Derek Carr in the passing game do enough to win that, the game that the Raiders are going to win this game, and we're going to look back and say Derek Carr did a good job. Derek Carr a big reason why they won that, and maybe the offensive line's a big reason. Well, he hasn't been that. a
4: big reason so far. No,
3: for anything. Not at all. It's been here's here's Josh Jacobs, right? What does Josh Jacobs get us? And that's going to be the reason we win or lose games, and. So far, they haven't won very many of them. Um, Fun question for you. Does Taysom Hill score a touchdown? Degenerate? Oh, boy. Danny bet on it, didn't he? Danny, you bet I on have not it,
2: yet, but as I told you earlier, <sighs> uh you were gone. I told him and break, me and a buddy are driving down to Arizona, just across the lines to uh, sign up for a sports book, <laughs> because I know that Taysom Hill to get a touchdown is a pretty good one. I got it last you're, week. You're driving all the way to Arizona. Uh, sign up. I, I live 20 minutes from the state line, so why not?
4: Okay, from to drive that that way to sign up for a sports book. Yeah. So you can bet Taysom Hill.
2: Yeah. Well, and other things, but I'll, <laughs> well, I'll why take not? Taysom I mean, why Hill. wouldn't you? I mean, it's Taysom Hill to get a touchdown at any point. In the you live 20 minutes really from the state bet. line. Uh, roughly, I live over by Old Henderson, All so right. 20 maybe Hoover Dam's right minutes there. You just got to get across the Hoover Dam, and you're in Arizona. Yeah. Take the 11 around the city so you don't have to drive through Boulder City. You're good. Yeah.
3: It's, listen, it sounds dumb, but it, I actually am defending Danny for some reason. It's really not that far.
2: It's a lot closer than all the people driving out to State Line for the lottery. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Wonder if someone, wasn't that last night? I think so. Yeah. Some, that was 700 million.
2: Yeah. I saw, I saw a, um, Someone from the news tweeted out that nobody was in line for it, and it was going for like seven hundred something million.
4: Yeah, seven hundred million dollars last night. Oh man, wasn't me. If I won that. I wouldn't be up at five thirty. Yeah, I'll tell ne- you that. Neither would I. I don't even know if I'd call in the the flip side of the
3: Taysom Hill touchdowns this year. So he's got five rushing, one receiving, one passing. Alvin Kamara has yet to score a touchdown yeah. this
4: year. <laughs> Alvin Kamara, I saw a quote from earlier that. Um, They've got to get things going more in his direction. I would say so, too, if I didn't have a touchdown. He's been <laughs> he's
3: got good yardage totals since he came back from his injury, but he does not have a touchdown while Taysom Hill has seven so far this season in three different ways. Um, I do have a feeling that this is the game where, like, Alvin Kamara has three touchdowns against the Raiders' yeah. defense. It's, yeah, I mean, at some point, Alvin Kamara is going to score. Right. Like, at some point, it's going to happen. I guess if the Saints always just give Taysom Hill the 10 yard line touches and in maybe not, but at some point Kamara is going to break off a 30 yard run and score a touchdown, right?
4: You would assume so. I just, why do I, why have you now convinced me to go the other way in this game? That the saints are going to win. Yeah. I, thought, I just told you I
3: two thought, minutes ago. I, I think the that, Raiders
4: are going to win. I know. I thought now I'm, I'm going the other way. I don't know. Cause I said is going to score. is going to score three touchdowns. They can still win. <laughs> even if Kamara <laughs> scores three touchdowns, that's not a big deal. All right.
3: Before you change your mind, what's your, what's your score prediction? <sighs>
4: 26 24 Raiders. <laughs>
3: I do think we have a high scoring game. I'm going to go 34 28 Raiders. Okay. I, I just, you have a bad Saints pass defense. Derek Carr should be able to throw the ball down the field. And you have a Raiders. The Raiders
4: defense isn't. Like, that we're good assuming either. the illness is not that, um, not that dangerous. Yes. Not that if
3: the illness, serious. like, if we find out today that. Not only is Devontae Adams not there, but there's like six more guys that aren't there because well, of that's, illness. that's that's
4: a good point. <laughs> um, you go day to day on this stuff when it goes right. through the locker room.
3: They're like, obviously, it's 2022, so like COVID could still be a concern here. But even if it wasn't COVID, guys missing because of illness, like you said, things go through locker room, right. staff infection, whatever yes. it is. Right? This would have been a conversation four years ago about oh, illness. Oh,
4: yeah. So you wipe
3: Absolutely. out a couple more players Absolutely. now. Four years ago, guys would have played through everything. Usually guys would play through whatever illness they would have. But nowadays you probably don't play through. I guess if you have a
4: negative co- I don't know if you've got. Well, if you test the, negative, then you're playing through, you're playing through the, you're playing okay. through the flu. I, and w- preface all of this. We have no idea what this is. They, right. just, they just listed illness as the reason that they missed. Right. So probably you're probably playing through it. Uh, you get on the yeah. plane. If you have the flu
3: in 2022 with the team. Yeah, I mean, you, you test negative, you're probably okay, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe there's a separate plane. Mark Davis can... Uh, the air? The the sick plane. He <laughs> the gets air? Jonathan Abram and uh, Devontae Adams fly on their own plane. Like, you guys cough on each other. Stay away from us.
4: <laughs> the air could make that happen. The air. <laughs> we got to stop with this air stuff.
3: Air and heiress. It's not even a fun word to say. Heiress. The heiress of F1 over here. Unreal.
4: Are you looking at Scorigami?
3: Oh, are you right. filling in for Jared with scoregami here?
2: Well, I don't know. You asked him what uh, what his prediction was, so yeah. I figured you got I'll a scoregami uh, for us. I would help Jared out. I don't know. I don't know how he's doing it. If he just picks random ones, yeah, yeah, some he weird does. Yeah. yeah, he does.
3: He tries to. Yeah, he picks whatever random one he thinks could actually happen, and then we give him credit. We give him credit if any NFL game finishes with that exact score. So just pick a random scoregami for us, and we'll give you credit. And half of Jared goes to Jared too.
2: All right, let's go. Uh, thirty-two to nineteen.
4: Oh. Who? No, he, have to, he doesn't have
2: to say. Um, um, oh, Scroggami's right. and yeah, yeah. It
4: doesn't Saints matter. Saints
3: win thirty-two to nineteen. Yeah. That's it. Counts. That's right. Yeah, it doesn't matter because if, if you nail a Scorigami prediction, we yeah. don't care who actually wins it. Hell, if the Thursday night game ends thirty-two to nineteen, you get credit for it. All right. Any of the NFL games in thirty-two to nineteen, you get credit for it. All right. Coming up next, we're going to Reese, but first. We got Elton John tickets to give away. Elton John Farewell Yellow Brick Road, the final tour at Allegiant Stadium on November 1st. 702 364 1100 is the phone number if you want to go see Elton John at Allegiant Stadium. 702 364 1100. Be caller number nine now, and you'll win a pair of tickets to go see Elton John.
1: Bishop's Briefs.
0: Son, I didn't understand a word you just said.
1: Bischoff's Briefs.
0: Hey, thanks. That is not a compliment. Ah, I disagree. Bischoff's Briefs. Okay, well, that was just a list of complete nonsense, but you're not totally wrong.
3: Bischoff's Briefs. We have more Elton John tickets to give away this hour, so stay tuned. I meant to update this last segment, but our uh, first bite is Josh Jacobs, the best running back in the NFL. 46%. Of people on Twitter forty-six say yes, he is. 41% said no. Um, so, not everybody's a believer in Josh Jacobs around here. Um, yeah, so, Bischoff's briefs today. Uh, first off, have you seen the stories about the San Francisco Giants wanting Aaron Judge?
4: No, but I believe it. I believe it. They like to spend money and they like to go after the big fish.
3: They are reportedly prepared to spend whatever it takes To get Aaron Judge. As a Dodger fan, how worried would you be about Uh, the Giants if they signed Aaron
4: Judge? I'm more worried about Tatis coming back and going to the Padres. (laughs) I'm more worried about that with Juan Soto a full year, Manny Machado. Are you more worried about that because
3: you think the Padres will be better, or are you more worried about that because you'd rather lose to the Giants than the Padres?
4: Because I think the Padres will be better. I I think the Padres are going to be picked to win the division. Nah, it'll be the... You don't think so? Uh, Okay, who are the Uh, Dodgers starting pitchers next year? Right now they could only. They don't have any at the moment, no. right? <laughs> right now they only have uh, the rotation. Right now would be Urias, Gonsolin, and Dustin May. Everyone and, else are free agents. Yeah, Anderson and those guys are free agents. And, Bueller, and Kershaw and Bueller will be Bueller's out for of the year. Yeah, Kershaw. I don't know if they bring him back. I don't know if they bring him back. He's not retiring, is he? No, I don't think he's retiring. Okay, we did retiring. this whole conversation they last did last year about him back. going to Texas and going yeah. home for the final year. They gave him eight million to come back. Um They've got a ton of free agents, man. And then, you know, the, the shortstop's the biggest one. Yeah, but they'll still be fine. It's not like, here's the thing with the Dodgers.
3: If they lose Trey Turner or they lose Clayton Kershaw, it's the one organization that I trust would actually go out and spend the money to replace them with good players. I agree like it's it's not like you know I don't know if you can get better than Trey Turner right sure yes you might t- take somewhat of a downgrade but it's not like oh they, it's not like a small market team who oh they lost their big name right they're not going to spend the money to replace like the twins who right to lose their big name right so it's they would actually spend the money to, to replace those players and maybe it's not exactly a you know you lose Trey Turner maybe it's not ah we go spend the money for Carlos Correa it might be out yeah, we spend the money somewhere else right and we have a lesser shortstop but hey, Gavin Lux goes to short Right. find a second baseman. But hey, we've got, you know, we spent a bunch of money on a second baseman, we spent a bunch of money on a pitcher or whatever. Trust the Dodgers will be there. But you're right. You are right. Maybe the maybe the Padres will be picked to win that division.
4: Oh, with That's Tatis Machado, possible. Soto with um that rotation, I think they I think they will be. And they'll be they'll be like the sexy popular pick cuz the Dodgers are always picked to win it, so people will like picking the Padres next year. They'll 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 enjoy that the pick them and that's fine. And then and then once the out.
3: Giants get Aaron judged then the Giants are picked to finish
4: second. Oh man! All of a sudden the Dodgers, Dodgers are fighting the for the last third. wild card uh, spot, trying to get in. Hey, it had <laughs> hey last wild card spot can do you well as we've seen.
3: <laughs> what is it? Uh, the Dodgers have won is it eight of nine, nine of ten in L. West titles? Nine of ten. And the only one they lost was last year when they still the won 106 games yeah, or whatever the it was. Giants who won 107. Yeah, but then they beat the Giants in the postseason, yes. so it's. Basically, like you won the division,
4: like you'd rather
3: beat them in the playoffs than actually win the division title. Yeah,
4: so I would have rather beaten the Padres in the division than finishing (laughs) twenty-two games ahead of them. (laughs) Twenty-two. Think about that.
3: Have you seen the stat that uh, this World Series is the second largest uh, margin between wins in baseball history? I think it's second largest some Cubs team in like 1906 had the largest margin and they lost the world series despite having like 25 more wins than their opponent. That won't happen this year. You don't think so?
4: No, they're going to win like in five. You don't believe in the Phillies being hot? No. All right. It's been five days. That thing's going to be, all that stuff's going to be over. There's been, they won't give up. They won't. It's like you said, they're not, they're just not going to give up runs.
3: There's been two teams in the wildcard era that entered the world series undefeated. Both lost the world series. Astros are earning the World Series undefeated in the postseason. So that's happened. Also, um, the last two times the Astros have been to the World Series, they have been favorites playing an NLS, NL East team that got hot and lost to the NL East team no, that got hot. You're not worried.
4: I am strangely more worried about the Phillies than I was about the Yankees. Well, because you dominated the Yankees. Yeah. You haven't played the Phillies very much. So yeah. that's yeah, there was like kind of very, the unknown.
3: In all honesty, the three teams the Astros are playing in the postseason, the Yankees were the least scary of the three. Like I oh, thought there Seattle, was a better chance they lost to Seattle than they would Seattle lose to New and York. New York. Philly now. Yeah. Seattle, New York, and and now, and now Philly. Philly. Yeah. That's it. I'm more worried about the Phillies and the Mariners than I was ever about the Yankees
4: doing anything. So you think it's going to be over in five? Oh. I know you have games. I know you have tickets to six and seven. I don't think you're getting to six and seven. So here, as an Astros fan, here's
3: my preference. I don't know. Well, okay. your preference is to go and win in six. Let, so let me you ask go to you: a game. What should I prefer more? The Astros sweep the series and sweep the postseason, or I get to go to Game Six?
4: No, you want it to sweep. You want it to just get over. Okay. You can always use your ticket next year. Your ticket Southwest. Yeah, Southwest oh, flights. Yeah, then yeah. go to a game next year somewhere. Go, they play the schedules i think actually great next year where everyone plays everybody right you can find a great you know series or game to, to go to next year against a team that maybe they haven't so, played that you'd so like so so you think i play. should prefer the sweep cuz oh, i have i have your team. flights and an airbnb booked for game 6 and 7 already i mean
3: as a poke cuz here here's my whole thing it gets last to six, year it might
4: be a little dicey
3: it it might be last year and now this year my whole thing has been if the astros win a world series in houston i want to be there and I have the ability to be there. Like in 2017, I didn't have any money. I didn't have the ability to be there. But right, I can afford to fly, buy plane tickets, go to Houston and watch it. I feel like I'd prefer them win in six. I'd prefer them go to a game six than sweep.
4: But you're saying you would do that thinking they'll win in game six? Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
3: Say it so could guaranteed. be It could be last year where I go to game six and they're down three to two and they Did lose. Did you go to game World. six last year? Yeah, and they lost the World Series to the Braves.
4: Oh, you couldn't Which have been wasn't happy. any fun. Yeah,
3: wasn't that fun? They got they got
4: crushed too. It was seven to nothing. Didn't even score a run. I think they got one guy in the scoring position the whole I game. I just think you win in five. All right. I just think you win in five. I don't think it comes back to Houston. Danny, I, have you made any? Well, you've made bets. What am I? What am I asking you? You like mattress Mac?
2: Yeah, just on game one and then the series for the Astros. Oh yeah, you weren't oh, here. That's right. You, you, you weren't you, here.
4: here. He screwed up his bet. No, I was here. Oh, he, you were he, here. He okay. messed up his. He messed up his that's bet. Right. And had to yeah. go Philly in game one.
2: Yeah.
3: So, uh, I promise. I promise to give this to Jared, but he's not here because Jared's very worried that there's not going to be a stolen base in the World Series. And for tacos? Yeah, Taco Bell does the steal a base, get a right. steal a get, taco get thing. A taco. Um, so this was for Jared, but he's not here. Uh, two guys to watch: Kyle Tucker and JT Realmuto, who are both sort of sneaky base stealers. Uh, JT Realmuto, a catcher, was 21 of 22 stealing bases this year. Kyle Tucker was 25 of 29. This year, so both of them. That's those aren't huge stolen base numbers, but they're solid. Is this and steal a base a in any game? Yeah, it, yeah, Anytime there's a stolen base, there's the going to be a series. stolen base in the World there's Series. There's going to be a one in game one. There usually is one in game one. The problem is, is, though, neither of these teams actually have like a true base stealer. Those are the leaders for the team, and neither Kyle Tucker and J.T. Realmuto are not like, oh, that guy's
2: super fast and steals bases. I wonder if wild pitches count. They do not.
4: No. no. For still for steals? No. No. Just a well, wild in, pitch.
2: In this case. No, I don't know. no. Taco Bell is
4: not giving away any
3: tacos for a <laughs> wild pitch. So but here here's the problem. I don't think JT Rail Muto steals a base unless the Phillies change their batting order because he hits ahead of Bryce Harper. And uh, yeah. you're not gonna take the bat
4: out of his hand. Yeah.
3: Right. Very unlikely you're stealing with Bryce Harper at the plate. Kyle Tucker, meanwhile, he hits fifth. So he hits after Alvarez and after Bregman. He hits ahead of Yuli Gurriel, who's a singles hitter. If he gets on first base with two outs, he's taken off because he gets to second. Yuli Gurriel can actually drive him in. So I think it'll be Kyle Tucker. The other guy, maybe Altuve. He was 18 of 19 this year. Um, so he might try to steal. He's also like the most aggressive base runner in the world and he gets thrown out all the time. So maybe, but it's not like usually there is a pretty obvious stolen base, but it's not the most obvious case. There's only really three guys that steal bases on these two teams.
2: My prediction is by the end of the fifth inning in game one, we will have a stolen (laughs) base.
3: Danny, I'll be honest with you. I think it's more likely there's not a base runner in five (laughs) innings of game one.
2: No, there will be.
3: Maybe. But there might not be a base runner. I think we might have like dueling no hitters through five innings in game one.
2: uh,
4: No, I think the Astros are going to hit him enough.
2: Hey, you can have a no hitter and still get a base runner.
4: I know. Verlander wasn't great early last start. I think he's only. I think he's only started like two games since like October third, right, or something like yeah, that. Some they've, weird they've stat because they've only played seven October games, third. and he's like he's he's only started like one or two games, and he wasn't sharp early, right? I'm trying to remember that game I watched. No, well, he got crushed by Seattle. Seattle.
3: No, game, no, no, put the six, second game, and then against the Yankees. He, he, the Yankees, he had a bunch of base runners in the first, but and then he the struck second. out like eighteen. Yeah, yeah, and then he calmed down yeah. and struck everybody out. Have you seen Verlander's World Series numbers? No, he's Owen six with a 5.3 ERA in the world series. It's like Kershaw. Yeah. Has never won a world series game has pretty much. He's had a couple of good starts where he's good, but it's like six innings, two runs, but almost every time he he gives up a bunch of runs in the world series. But I think it changes this year. I think he's going to be pretty dominant in game one, but I also think Aaron Nola is going to be dominant too. So they go Nola. Was it? Nola? I can't remember Nola. I think it's Nola than Wheeler, but I might have that backwards okay. either way. Uh, there's going to be dueling. No hitters through five innings coming up next
0: jr Stark. ready for the weekend
2: it's like i picked the wrong week to quit drinking
1: let's find out what's on tap with jr starkus
0: champagne perfume going in sewage coming out jr
3: key account executive with southern glazers wine and spirits and our extreme mixologist
1: how are you jr I'm good, guys. Call me back. I got. I need five minutes. Oh, that's right.
4: What are you doing?
1: That's right.
4: You doing a podcast? <laughs> you doing a podcast?
1: <laughs> you know, I, I, I was I was wondering, like, when you were talking earlier this morning and you said, you know, is he the most unreliable guest? I was like, this is a natural segue into who's the most reliable guest. Yes. Yeah. Bring it up.
3: There's no question about that. Yes. J.R. Starkus never lets us down. Um, uh, J.R. J.R. Uh, how do you feel about the world series? Are you cheering for Bryce Harper and Bryson Stott?
1: I am. Ah, Yes, I am cheering for them. I'd like to see that the Las Vegas boys bring it home. Um, You know, I think that would be fun to watch, you know, and and celebrate for them, you know, um, especially the terrible timing that Bryce had leaving Washington. And then immediately the Washington wins the world series and going to Philly. And they had a terrible year. And I don't, I don't think they made even the playoffs that year. So um, I think it'd be good for him to, to be able to do something. And he's, He's on fire right now, so he's been fun to watch. You know, um, he can be streaky sometimes, uh, but he's on fire right now. So I hope it continues for him. Um, and it's 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 a good time to watch those guys. So yeah, and I'm I'm tired. You know, listen, I didn't want to see the Yankees in it, so that's mission one accomplished. But I mean, nobody other than you really wants to see the Astros in it.
3: Oh, for four, three strikeouts for Bryce Harper in game one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I was listening to the segment right before this, and you're talking about base runners. I'm going to laugh when the. Whoever throws the, the you know first pitch game one World Series, some guy gets beaned and then we have a pace runner immediately. Yeah. Uh, uh, game one is going to be awesome.
0: Nah,
3: Verlander doesn't hit people. He just gives up home runs. So, but he's striking out Bryce Harper. No problem at all. <laughs> okay, we'll see. So uh, did you hear about my vasectomy earlier this week?
1: <laughs> oh, boy, that was a good segue. It yes, was. I did. Press box uh,
4: transition. Uh, yes, I... <laughs>
1: Yes, I did hear about it. Um, I, I didn't know that's why you were gone. I, I, know, I noticed you weren't on the show, but you know, sometimes you guys just take an extra day or whatever. I didn't know that's why you were gone. And then um, Jared's or yeah, Jared's terrible questions were uh, kind of what brought it up. <laughs> Jared's so terrible questions.
4: Like,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's Is that what you call it? Jared's terrible? Jared's question. dumb question.
3: Terrible is a better yeah. phrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are rebranding. We we're going to
4: try to change that now.
3: We are rebranding now. Um, I yeah. think it's yeah. one of the best decisions I've made in my life. Okay. Um,
1: I mean, were you planning on having, you don't have any children? Of course no, not.
4: God, are you kidding?
1: Right. And so you weren't planning on having children. So this just is like, Benito.
3: Yes. Yeah. Just put yeah. it into it now. Of course. Yeah. 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 I for,
1: me, so for me, there's other options.
3: There's no, there's no need for me to have a child. There's no need for me to even have it as a possibility that I have a child. So we're just going to cut this off uh, before anything could happen.
1: Yeah. See, for me, if uh, there's no need to go down there for any surger- surgery, like no reason to happen. There's other, there's other ways to prevent the uh, the child if you so desire.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. But this is now it's over. They they knocked me out. I don't even know anything
1: happened. We're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, uh, you're going to be the next one to be like, I don't know how it happened, but. She's pregnant. <laughs>
4: We've gotten some uh, strange uh, topics on the show this week. We've gone down some weird roads, some very strange yeah. roads.
1: Yeah, a bunch of dudes talking about it. it's an interesting one for sure. Yeah.
4: I had mine many years ago. <laughs> many years ago. After the second child. Yeah. We were, we were going to wait for the second child, and then I she had me in the next day. The next day? Yeah, uh, I mean, it was, it was fast. It was fast. Same hospital, just I don't even leave I the delivery room. They
1: even changed the sheets on the bed. She got up, you laid I down. Know, you're like all I right, know. take
3: me like, all right, Here he is. Let's go get this done. The one of the <laughs> nurses at the hospital, she asked me, "Do you have a lot of kids?" And I was like, "No, that's what I'm trying to avoid." And then she was like <laughs> disappointed that I didn't have any kids.
4: Well, yeah, um, I mean, I, uh, I mean, yeah, you've chosen. I, I still think, I still think, if it ever happened, you'd be, you'd be happy. I do. No. I think it'd be, yeah, you you'd would, be happy. No. Are you really? kidding me? Absolute life ruiner.
1: Oh, <laughs> so, I, do you I mean, there is, that, there is that point of view as well, I suppose. I mean, uh, you know, I we're, get it.
4: We're on the other side of the coin, JR.
3: I'm going to go <laughs> yeah, home. we are. I'm going to go home and walk my dogs and watch some soccer today. You know what I wouldn't be able to do if I had a kid? Go home and walk my dogs and watch some no, soccer. No, you
4: could walk the dogs with the kid. You, mm. can walk the, you can walk both at the same time. These sure. kids can't walk. They're newborns. No, you, you pushing the stroller? You got you holding the leashes? We push the dog in a stroller.
2: <laughs> no. Yes. So Which you one? don't go for a walk with your dog. You just push your dog around the neighborhood. We got two dogs. Okay. The the 14 year old okay. Tzu. She
3: loves to walk, walks perfectly fine. The bulldog walks a little bit and then stops. So we put him in a stroller and take him to a, you know, a little park area so he can. Where walk he runs around?
2: around? Yeah can I don't have time I for a baby a stroller? I gotta see
3: a picture of this. Yeah, I'll show you one. Yeah, I gotta. See don't a have picture time of for a baby stroller. It's ridiculous. I got a dog in a stroller.
2: You can get this <laughs> side by side and put the dog on one and the kid on the other.
3: Oh, that's a good idea. Nobody that's wants to kid. Danny. No, no, the kid's got to be buckled in. The dog can't sit and buckled in. It's got to be more like a I mean, cart.
4: we buckle in the the bulldog in the back of the car though in his dog seat. <sighs> he has a seat. That's important.
1: Yeah, fair. That's fair. Like that's fair though. That the the whole stroller thing for a dog, like that's in the top five worst things. Like you know, weirdo on the plane that takes his shoes off. That's up there. That's probably number one. Number two is uh, another one that's up there is a guy who goes to the supermarket doesn't put his grocery cart back in the stall when they're done shopping. And then number three or close up there has got to be a guy who pushes his dog in a, in a, in
4: you a mean stroller. Grocery store guy who just leaves it in the middle of the road.
1: Yeah, or just doesn't, like, just leaves it there. It doesn't put it, like, the, the stall is, right. you know, right. Uh, uh, three feet away from me. He doesn't push it back in. Like, that's all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Come on. They just, like, prop it up on the rocks or something.
3: All right. What drink are you making me for my recovery week?
1: Yeah. All right. So we're going to do something, um, you know, y- y- I wanted to do something featuring Jameson Orange and Grandma Marnier. A lot of people would never think to put those th- two things together. They are both orange, right? Halloween. Uh, Jameson. And, 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 Halloween, right? Halloween. And, 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 frankly, like, if I'm being honest, like I'm a little over the, you know, over the top drink, like garnishes for Halloween, people putting spiders and stuff and whatever. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not too into that. I'd rather just make a great drink. Um, so I, I think this one works perfectly. I, I wanted to use Jameson orange. I've used it before. It is an orange flavored Irish whiskey. Um, and I wanted to use Grand Marnier. Grand Marnier is a cognac-based orange liqueur from France, right? Uh, putting the two together is, is quite beautiful. It is a sh- still going to be a strong cocktail because even though there's some sweetness to it, Grand Marnier is 80-proof, right? So that's just like your, your, your regular vodka or whatever the case may be. Um, you just kind of have to know how to build the drink together. So we're gonna, this is going to be a shaken drink, and we're going to pour it over a large ice or a sphere or something like that. You're going to do one ounce of Jameson orange into a mixing tin followed by one ounce of Grand Moyet. Uh, You're going to use a quarter of an ounce of Liquid Alchemist ginger syrup. Um, Liquid Alchemist is a great, great brand. I've spoken about it a lot. But it, it's a potent, and especially the flavor ginger can be very potent. You don't need a lot of it to go a, a, a long way, which is why I like the syrup so much. Um, so a quarter ounce of the Liquid Alchemist ginger syrup. Because the, there is some sweetness to the Jameson Orange, and there is certainly sweetness to the Grand Moyet, we don't need a ton of sweetness from the from the, the ginger, right? We're just adding the flavor. We are going to add an ounce though of fresh lemon juice to offset the three sweet ingredients or sweeter ingredients we've just placed into the into our mixing tin. And then we're going to add three dashes of an aromatic bitters. So simple ingredients: one ounce Jameson orange, one ounce Grand Marnier, quarter of an ounce of liquid alchemist ginger, one ounce of fresh lemon juice, three dashes of aromatic bitters. Add ice. Shake it. Strain it over uh, like a large cube, large sphere, or just regular ice, if you can. If you want to put it into a cocktail glass, you can do that as well. Garnish it with a dehydrated orange wheel. Um, you could also, if you wanted to make it Halloween themed, right? You could you could take a dehydrated orange wheel and like uh, you know dye it with black, like food dye or something like that, to give you the black and orange kind of deal. Um, but that's the drink. It's super simple. It's really great to drink this time of year. It isn't a warm drink, obviously, because you're shaking it putting it over ice, but it is something that you'll enjoy while you're watching the games and perhaps while you're, uh, you know, if you're entertaining trick-or-treaters or recovering from a vasectomy, any of the three.
3: Uh, so, wait, what are these drinks with spiders garnishing them? You intrigued me yeah, more well, with that.
1: Yeah, well, people, people are, you know, use for Halloween, right, for their garnishes or whatever, they'll take, like, the little – uh, they'll garnish the drink with, uh, like, a, uh, like, a plastic ring spider or something like that to give it that scary kind of effect. Um, I don't know. I, I'm not a big fan of, like, inedible garnishes necessarily, uh, but you can use them to to effect. So I, I get why people do it. Um, I just, you know, if I'm if I'm doing something, like, for the listener, um, you know, I, I don't want it to be a one-trick <laughs> pony. Like, I, I can only pull this drink out for the, you know, t- today. Uh, for the most part, you know, I, if you're using spiders and drinks, you got one day of the year probably to do it, and it's 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 Monday. Uh, so, you know, for the most part, I try to keep it simple for people so they can make a great drink, a quality drink for themselves at home. A lot of people don't like all the the hustle bustle and the fuss of trying to get all these different things together to make a drink. If you if you want to do that, certainly you can. You can you you know reach out, and I'll give you some suggestions if you're if you're into going to the store and kind of shopping at Party City and then shopping at. The grocery store, and trying to get all this stuff together to do it. We can certainly talk about it. Reach out on Twitter or, or or Jr Makes Drinks on Instagram, and I'll and I'll help you through it. But a lot of the time, I've discovered that our listeners just really like it—the quick and easy. They want to make a great drink and uh, be able to do it with the stuff that they can find at the liquor store and the grocery store. So there you have it. It's
4: a good right.
3: one. Jr Stark is Southern Glazers Wine and Spirits. Jr, as always, we appreciate it. Thank you, buddy.
1: You got it, guys. Talk to you next week.
3: All right, we got more tickets to give away to go see Elton John coming up at Allegiant Stadium on November 1st. 702-364-1100 is the phone number. If you want to go see Elton John, we got a pair of tickets for you right now. Farewell Yellow Brick Road, the final tour at Allegiant Stadium. 702-364-1100. Be caller
1: number eight. We're back to the press box with Grainy and Bischoff.
3: Did you see the Kansas City Chiefs made a trade this morning? They added Kadarius Toney from the New York Giants. Tony was a first-round pick, wide receiver, first-round pick of the Giants. Uh, Played last year a little bit, had some injuries. Uh, This year has maybe been injured, uh, but it doesn't appear as though the coaching staff, new coaching staff in New York, likes Kadarius Tony at all because he has barely played. Kansas City gave up a third and a sixth-round pick for Kadarius Tony, which seems like a lot for a guy that the Giants have been trying to trade. Do you think the Raiders make a move? Um, Nothing significant. What would they make a trade for at the moment?
4: Linebacker, maybe?
3: Seems stupid to give up anything. Maybe, I mean, they, they did trade away Jonathan Hankins and did yep. the whole, hey, we'll give you a seventh and you give us yes, back a sixth, sixth which rounder is, with the Cowboys. Which is, I, I don't know. I don't know why those trades always annoy me, but they do. When you trade a guy plus a seventh and get back a sixth, It's like you didn't actually get anything for him. Why? Because they throw in the seventh. Yeah, there's no act like there's not a significant difference between a sixth and a seventh round pick, and all you did was go from the seventh to the sixth round. So it just seems like those traits just always annoy me. But it's always because basically to me, it's like you gave the guy up for free. You moved up. You moved up twenty spots spots. at the very end of the draft, which is irrelevant right you're going to end up drafting the same guy no matter what in the sixth to the seventh round so I just always hate those trades so maybe there's something like that where they give up one of the six they got for Jonathan Hankins right and get back a seventh for some linebacker but I don't know it just doesn't it doesn't feel like a team that is a trade away from anything right like I mean what would they bring in that would
4: significantly change their outlook I mean I'm not so sure. I just, I wonder if Ziggler's, I'm sure Ziggler's looking at everything, looking yeah. at every possibility. I guess maybe, is there an offensive lineman
3: available that they could no, bring in? But point. I don't even, I don't know if they would, they already tried that once. And uh, the guy from new England got hurt. Can't even remember his name. Cause he right. <laughs> play and got hurt. Maybe is there somebody in the secondary, but a cornerback's probably going to cost too much for you to actually trade for in season. So I don't know. I don't think there's anything significant they trade for that makes a material difference on the season. It might be something small and, Somebody who makes a Who's big point the, uh, here, or there.
4: Chicago linebacker Roquan Smith. Yeah, I saw a tweet today that they're trying to trade for him. The Raiders are trying to trade yeah. for
3: Roquan Smith.
4: That I think that would be stupid. I wonder what they'd have to give
3: up for him. Well, he not a six or he seven. He tried to demand. He demanded to be traded in the preseason, and then the Bears were like, "No." Right. So he just showed back up because he very quickly realized he had no leverage. But they did just they did just make a trade with the Eagles. So maybe the Bears are more likely to be sellers at this point. But if they get Roquan Smith, does it change much for you?
4: I mean, he's a good player. I don't think it changes much of anything.
2: Smith was very upset yesterday when he found well, out yeah. his teammate got traded. Yeah, who wouldn't be? He, he had to,
4: uh, he, he had to compose himself.
2: Yeah, he broke down he in some, an interview. He broke down in an interview. Well, that's where he found out they
4: broke. The yeah, news they to broke. Him. They, yeah. they they the reporter. What do you think about this? <laughs> Wait, what? Like, my what? best friend. What? Got what got my trade? best friend is is gone. <laughs>
3: Wouldn't be ideal. I just don't think that Roquan Smith coming over would make a big difference. Here's a fun stat. Roquan Smith this year, 57.9 is a pro football focus grade. Hasn't been very good. The Bears' defense has not been good at all this season.
4: Not even close. No. And well, are they? I mean, think about it. If the Roquan's on the on the block as well, are they just clean in house?
3: They're not any good, so they probably right. should. Like they did beat the Patriots, but yeah. I mean... It, at this point, if you can get something significant, what do they get? A fourth round for Robert Quinn? Is that right? From the Eagles? I think yes. so. I think it was a fourth, yes. yes. fourth round but, pick. but like, if somebody comes in and offers you a third round pick for Roquan Smith, you probably make the move, right? If you're getting decent assets That's back. That's my question to you. If you're the Raiders, do you give up a fourth round? Absolutely rounder? not. Oh, you don't? No. Absolutely not. Roquan Smith doesn't change anything for this defense. Doesn't make. I don't think it makes a material difference if they have Roquan Smith on this defense or not. I think they're still the same bad defense. Hey, Jared's here. Jared just walked in. Yeah, Jared. Since hey, you're Jared. actually in the studio, I will let you give your Scorigami pick now. You tried to text. Danny score- gave one for you. Yeah, yeah. You tried to text in a Scorigami pick like we were going to let that happen. You actually have to be here to give your Scorigami. <sighs> okay. Pick.
0: All right. Hold on. I got to find it because Jar- I don't remember. Danny
3: gave us thirty-two to nineteen.
0: Thirty-two twenty-six. Okay. Yeah. 32-26. I think it'll – Taysom Hill scores.
3: Does Alvin Kamara score? Because he has not scored a touchdown this season, which is the funniest stat that Taysom Hill has seven and Kamara has zero.
0: Is that what we're actually, like, concerned about? Is Taysom Well, I, no, I, I,
3: Danny's driving across the border so he can place a bet on
4: Taysom Hill yes, to exactly. score a touchdown. Danny's headed to Arizona.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I didn't even know that we were all on board with a Taysom Hill uh, score, but uh, – no, Camara doesn't score. The, the The defensive coordinator literally said he's like a Madden player. like He's a creator player in Madden. Like, you Give him wouldn't all 99s. That, wouldn't
3: that mean he is going to score? Nah. I feel like you just contradicted yourself. No, you yourself. key
0: in on that guy. You key in, and then Taysom Hill is left all by himself against uh, Abram, and he just
2: barrels over Abram oh. into the end zone.
3: Jonathan Abram's sick. He's sick. Might not happen. Might not actually be there. Danny, what else are you driving to the border to bet on?
2: Uh, we'll see what they have. You don't uh, already know? Well, I can't. I haven't looked at. Um, oh, you can't uh, see Barstool Sportsbook because we don't have it here.
3: Oh, so you're just going. What if you don't like anything? Oh, I'll like it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and if anything, <laughs> I don't, don't think he's like ever. I don't general, think he's ever I'll not liked it. If, if anything, I'll just put money back in my FanDuel account and use that.
4: Okay. I don't More. think he's ever not liked
3: it. Man, brutal. You live in Las Vegas and you feel. Like you don't live in the best state to bet on sports, do you? No. Yeah. You
0: get the best. You get the best prices here, though.
2: Just not on the things you want to bet. Just, just not.
3: Danny, Danny just doesn't want to bet spreads and totals. He I wants, like, right. I like
2: prop bets and crazy prop bets. Wait,
3: where was the Rams first team to score seven touchdowns bet? Where I got that at that? William Hill. Okay, that was here. Yeah. All right. Nobody scored seven touchdowns still.
2: Still not. <laughs> You're still
3: alive. I still your... got
2: hope,
0: but <laughs> the Chiefs just got more weapons, so uh you maybe sh- maybe should have taken them.
3: No, 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 that's okay. If they're... I hope the Rams now do it in like weeks. No, I hope they come excruciatingly close that nobody does it, and the Rams score six in the final game of the season.